Alright, let's start with the Nokar Mantra. Om Namo Arihantanam Om Namo Sitanam Om Namo Ayadiyanam Om Namo Vachayanam Namo Luvesavasahunam Eso Panchanamo Karo Salva Pavapanasano Mangalalancha Savaisim Paramam Have Mangalam Paramam Have Mangalam Thank you everybody for joining on this last class before the new year. What I thought we'd do is go over what we went over because nothing, you don't cement anything in long-term memory unless you review it later. And that's something important to tell your kids about studying is that, well, they can take notes and over what they did, they take notes during the day, but unless they review it again the next week or two weeks later, it doesn't go into long-term memory. And that's something that most people forget. Because who wants to go back and look at work that you did previously um, unless it's for a test or something, right? But remember, our test is life. So we're going to go over the things we went over this year. And of course, if you missed any classes, then I want you to ask questions about the stuff you missed. Uh, obviously, you can go listen to it again. But we can go over certain things We can at a high level about the classes that you missed because I'm interested in you getting the information, right? So we started off this year by learning about how Jainism can help you put down your phone. We learned about how the phone affects brain chemistry, and we learned about 13 weapons we can use to fight to get our attention back. The week after that, we did a deep dive into ego. We learned about the eight types of ego and about the about the about eight types that of humility we can use to combat that ego. Next, we talked about examining our life. And we learned that most of the things that we think we have to do are actually things we get to do. And by understanding and reframing our life like that, we learned how to be grateful for the things that we have. The week after that, we did a discussion on deceit. We did a deep dive on deceit, and we learned that truth is different from facts. Remember that truth is different from facts, and we learned about how to develop straightforwardness. After that, we did a deep dive into greed, and we learned about the hedonic treadmill and how to get off of it. Otherwise, we'll keep on running faster and faster and getting nowhere. After that was a very interesting class. I put on my lawyer hat and I did my best to poke holes in Jain theory. We learned about the criticisms of Jainism and we addressed each of them. Next, we learned that the quality of attention, the quality of your attention determines the quality of your life. Uh, we mainly skipped over meditation, sleep, and exercise because you're supposed to be doing those things anyway. And we talked about tips and tricks to be less distracted at work. And the takeaway there, of course, is the better your attention is, the better your life will be. And after that, last time we discussed a better way to use the mana. That is, a better way to make it less boring, to keep our interest high, 
and to think about the things we should be thinking about when using the mana and not just mindlessly using it and, you know, thinking about something else and uh, waiting for the time to use the mana to be over. So did anybody miss any of those classes? If so, we can go a little bit further into those classes. You're on the mute, Nick. Actually, Tim, there was one more class um, that um, we had. Uh, I think the one that Bobin did on um, on the lunar calendar. That's and, right. Oh, yeah. And, and um, what was that? Like uh, Atom, Bacham, and, you know, all the, the titis that come up, uh, Jane titis. I, I don't know the name of the class, but <laughs> it was the lunar calendar. You're right. Yeah. Lunar calendar, you know. I missed a couple of those classes uh, earlier ones, and uh, I think one of them I did go over the recording. I don't think I have gone over the second one, but yeah, we have recording for each one, right? That's yeah. right. And so tell me which one you missed, and let's get over it. We have just a small number of people today, so I'm happy to go further into things you missed. Uh, most likely, I think I was there for the e uh, ego one, but what was after that you mentioned? After that was... We examined our life and we learned about that most of the things we think we have to do are actually things we get to yeah. do. And then after that, we did deceit. Then I may not have missed those. I just forgot. <laughs> <laughs> I remember those now as you speak. Uh, yeah. So any questions or comments? It's important, even if you did attend the class, if you don't know what it was about or if you just forgot what it was about, I want to remind you what it was about and we have an hour here that we each took out of our day, and so it's good to be reminded about what we learned. Any questions or comments? Or sometimes we think of things later that we said, oh, I should have asked that question in that class, but it's too late now, but it's not too late now. Tim, could I ask you a question on the, I, I, I wasn't here, I don't think I was here for the quality of your attention, uh -huh. yielding the quality of your life. Mm -hmm. uh, can you like, sum that up a little bit yeah sure thing uh, I, I know you sent me the link I, I, I apologize but I have no 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 problem no problem so for that class let's see so we talked about not being fully present so everybody has had that experience where uh, you're reading certain you're reading something and then you realize you kind of like wake up a little bit later and you realize that you were reading the words, but you didn't understand any of those ideas that you were reading. So you have to go back and reread that. And we talked about most people live their lives like that, except the thing about living your life like that is you can't go back and live that part of your life over again. It's gone forever. So we, uh, we came up with that phrase that the quality of your attention determines the quality of your life and anything you can do to increase your attention will increase the quality of your life because you'll be more present when you're with your family you'll be more present when you're at work you'll be more present experiencing the present moment for lack of a better term uh, you'll be more present in the present moment <laughs> and so the things we talked about uh, the number one two and three way to increase the quality of your attention is meditation exercise and sleep but uh, me saying that is not going to move the needle for you if you're not doing that already right so we mainly talked about how to increase the quality of our attention at work 
So asking questions during meetings, making lists, writing down your priorities, writing down your to-do list, and making sure they match up. Because that's the real thing at work is we have our priorities, especially long-term priorities, which always get pushed back, right? And we have our to-do list. But it's not necessarily the case that our to-do list matches our priority. And we have to take time to integrate those two lists. And that way we can be sure that we're paying attention to the thing we have to do because we won't get distracted by other things at work because we're sure that we're supposed to be working on those things. We talked about limiting distractions by maintaining a schedule. Um, we talked about practicing attentive listening practicing whole body listening. We talked about one way to increase the quality of your attention is actually reading. Uh, because just like we talked about, you kind of lose track of where you are and you have to go back and concentrate to pay attention to the ideas that the author is trying to give you. Reading is a great way to increase the quality of your attention. You know, aside from the big three of meditation, exercise and sleep. At work, we talked about setting aside time to take breaks, um, what you can do, whether you can go for a walk, whether you can look out the window, something to just, it's so often that we don't feel that what we're doing right now is what we're supposed to be doing. And that's at work and that's in our personal lives too. Like we think about, well, should I be doing that or could I be having more fun during that or should I be doing, being more productive doing that? Um, especially as you get older, perhaps, and as you get higher, uh, get more responsibilities in the workplace, it's work becomes less a to-do list and more about, well, I have to do everything and I only have this amount of time. What is the most efficient, productive thing I could be doing? We talked about ways to do that. Um, and how, so how do we do that? Um, well, the first thing we talked about doing was writing down everything you do during the day. Just like the first step to losing weight is writing down everything you eat during the day, which is eye-opening. And even if you don't do anything more, that will be very eye-opening and a very good exercise if you want to lose weight. If you just write down everything you ate that day. Well, the same thing for work. If you just write down everything you do that day, I guarantee that your eyes will be opened and that will be a productive exercise. We talked about identifying whether when you're most energetic, if you're a morning person or an evening person and shunting tedious tags to uh, tasks to when you're less energetic. We talked about activity logs and then we wrapped up with how to explain to our kids um, about work and about and about everything we talked about for ourselves, but how to translate that for our kids because they're going to need to learn from us how to do those things. So that's what we went over in that class. And the main takeaway is simply that, that the quality of your attention determines the quality of your life. And that's what I would like for you guys to understand and meditate upon. How many hours of sleep is considered good hours of sleep? How many do you need? So everybody's different. Everybody, um, I wish I was one of those persons that didn't need a lot of sleep, but some people don't. So it depends on if it's affecting your work and your life. So you just make sure you're not, make sure that sleep isn't the bottleneck. And that's how you know how much to sleep. Because when it starts to be the bottleneck, uh, then it'll start to, um, 
then that is the main reason that it's neg- negatively affecting your life. Hi, Mihir. Thanks for joining. Today we're just talking about, um, we're going over each class that we've been through and we're making sure that we solidify our takeaways from those classes because uh, we don't move things into long-term memory until we review them. And so I'd like to review them, use our time this last class before the new year to review them with everybody. Thank you. Sorry for being late. Oh, no problem. Um, We just went over a list of the classes that we did. I opened up the floor to any questions. If you missed a class, let's go go over the main takeaways. Uh, If you have any questions you thought of prior, um, then let's go over those. Or if you just want to, if you didn't understand something that we talked about, because I, uh, I lead the discussion in a way that you're supposed to think about it that week, right? I give you a lot of stuff, I throw a lot of information at you, and then you're supposed to kind of filter through it and think about it each week. One thing that popped up in my mind, as you mentioned, that is one question that you had asked um, about uh, Hunter and, uh, you know, uh, Sadhu Maharaj who is in jungle, and the deer goes one way, and that was the example of the false is really not a false. Right. Uh, that truth uh, is different from facts. And that's the classic example, but I wanted an update. How does it apply to our life? Nobody's going to knock on my door and ask me which way a deer went. But what is, how is that, what is a good example I can use in my life? I will think about it. I know we, we talked about it. Um, uh, let me think about it out. I'll come back to you because I, I remember that one was one I was going to mention. So let me think about it. Okay, so let me bring everybody up to speed. So we learned that truth is different from facts. Well, how is truth different from facts? Well, any kind of any kind of utterance that you make that leads to violence is not the truth. Okay, though it may be facts. So the classic example is. Uh, you're in your house and you see a deer walking by and then you hear a knock on your door and then uh, oh if you could mute Bavin then we could sorry oh no problem okay so um, and you open the door and there's a hunter there and the hunter says which way did the deer go and you say I don't know which is a lie okay but it's not a lie Okay, it's the truth. Because if you tell the hunter which way the deer went, for sure the hunter will kill the deer. And that leads to violence. So if you say, I don't know, that's actually the truth. I misspoke when I said that was a lie. It's not a fact that you don't know. So that is how the truth is different from facts. By uttering the words, I don't know, you have uttered the truth. But it is not a fact. Because the fact is you actually do know. But the utterance you say that minimize violence are the truth. And so you should utter the words, I don't know, in response to that question. But now, so that's the classic example we used. But nobody's coming up to my door and asking me which way a deer went. So I would like you to tell, to update the example for me and for everybody else to say, what is an easy way we can say, how is the truth different from facts? 
So, Koshik, you look like you weren't believing me. Well, I, I, I was just going to say, I'll give one comment there. I, I think you gave a very good example. But, uh, you know, even before you say that so-called truth, which is a lie, but we call it as truth because it's for a greater good, I, I think it's important to know the circumstances before you say that truth. And the reason I say that is, you may sometimes, in this case, it's kind of black and white, but, but but let's say you have that person knocking on your door, you need to really know that that person is going to kill or hurt that animal before you say that truth. Who knows? Yeah, that person was behind that animal because was was caring for that animal or was going to help animal, right? And again, this is more black and white example, but, but in real lives, we don't get, like you said, you don't get person knocking your door. Uh, the examples are not black and white and and uh, we just have to know we may be trying to do something good but at least know your facts and and uh, and get your understanding right because you may be hurting uh, the person who may be trying to help that uh, animal or whatever that situation is so that was my comment actually sure absolutely i totally agree with you all of the things in the in the in the example i gave where you assumed perfect knowledge of the situation, which never occurs. Yeah. We never have perfect knowledge of any situation. And so we never really know the right thing to do in a lot of places. But I would like a kind of a, a black and white example. So even though we, let's assume we have perfect knowledge of a situation, what's a modern day example that we could use that would easily let people know the difference between truth and facts. Is this only applicable when there is a violence involved? So violence is the big one. And as we learned, Jainism is the religion of nonviolence because we have expanded the definition of nonviolence to cover just about everything. But no, it's not only true when violence is involved. It's also true if any of the other, for example, let's talk about the four passions, right? What if an, one of your utterances would lead to an incredible amount of inflammation of one of the four passions in somebody else? And if you say, I don't know, that utterance would not. And the situation would dissolve or fizzle out. Then I would posit to you that's the same example. So the answer to your question is no. Violence is not the only consideration in play. So one example is, is recent one that we had, and I'm just trying to provoke a thought here, not that it's a perfect example. But for example, my mom was in the hospital getting her knee surgery done. It was basically something that was supposed to happen some time ago. We didn't tell kids the fact, uh, or just they, they didn't know until it was all done. And my mom herself was like, okay, don't, you know, disclose. I mean, I, I don't know. She was kind of hesitant to talk to them as well on a video. Usually she does that. And, uh, but then, you know, once it was done, she was comfortable after that. And we, we, they talked to her in the hospital and they were like, Oh, you're in the hospital. Why? Why? I mean, all those kind of stuff. Um, and like I said, we we kind of hid the, the facts, if you will, for some time, uh, knowingly that's 
I mean, that, that could be occasions like that where you do not reveal the fact uh, for the better good uh, means, you know, the other truth. Uh, and I think we can probably have an example like that, maybe as not as, as black and white, but there are examples where we basically keep the, the two tr- fact away uh, just so that they can uh, be in a better shape. That's a great example. And that will apply to everybody, right? So let's say I have kids and someday um, their grandparents will pass, of course, and their soul would move on to another life. And let's say they have a health scare. And so the, my kids ask me about their grandparents' health scare. And I don't know the outcome. Um, but let's say there's a high probability of death. Um, but I don't know the outcome. You know, maybe it's maybe the doctor told me it was a 90% chance of a death because of this health health scare. So the child asked me about um, what's going to happen. And I say, everything will be all right. Or I say, I don't know. Rather than telling the child the fact that the doctor said, oh, well, there's a 90% chance that your grand, grandparent won't survive. So I am saving the child considerable anguish and perhaps unnecessary anguish, especially if the grandparent survives. Um, And so that's a great that's a that's a great example, because my utterance of I don't know is better than an utterance of the fact that, well, there's a very good chance that the grandparent won't survive. Great example. I like that one. So, any other questions about any of the classes that we did so far? So, the I skipped one. The very first class we did was our goals. Does anybody have their goal sheet that we filled out about half a year ago? Oh, people are going to get it. Great. Well, I missed that class. So. <laughs> well, well, you're not off the hook because I sent out the goal sheet. So no, now it's no, time. I, I agree. <laughs> so let me share my screen and find out. Um... Oh, great. Some So some people have it. Okay. So here we go. The goal sheet should look like this. And I sent it to the group, so you should have it now. So, the uh, obviously our goal should be SMART, which means specific, measurable, achievable, resourced, and time-bound. So, your first thing is, if you did fill this out and you lost track of this, that's your first goal, okay? That's your first personal goal, is keep track of this goal sheet. <laughs> and and uh, either take a picture of it or put it on the refrigerator or something like that. Um, because we want to make sure because this is not going away. I know a lot of times people say to do something and then never follow up, but I'm following up now uh, with your goals. And here's the most important thing as we review this. Um, The most important thing with the stuff that you wrote down is do not beat yourself up for not meeting these goals. Okay? Just as we review it, just take a look at the goals and Whatever you do, don't feel bad about not meeting these goals. Just take a look at the goals and just ask yourself, well, what got in the way? 
the answer is going to be life. Life got in the way. My kids got in the way. Work got in the way. And say, now let's talk about why they got in the way. Well, all I needed, I, I looked under this resourced and time-bound one. And it was like all I needed was an hour a week. And I was sure I could get an hour a week, but somehow that didn't happen. Well, now it's time to recommit ourselves to getting that hour a week back, getting that uh, that time back and um, working towards these goals. If you want to use this again for our next one, then of course, some of these goals you will use again um, because we didn't get there. But don't feel bad about not meeting these goals. That's not my intention. And that is counterproductive to what we should be doing. We should just be looking at these goals and saying, hey, why didn't I meet them? What was going on? Were they not smart enough? Were they not specific enough? Were they not um, time bound? Were they not resourced enough? And let's go through them. So while I'm rambling, take a look at your goal sheet. And if you do not have a goal sheet, then fill this one out and make sure that we understand our personal goals, our professional goals, our spiritual goals, physical goals, mental goals, and family goals. And let's make sure that they're specific, measurable, achievable, resourced, and time-bound. So did anybody accomplish any of the goals, any of their goals? Hey, Timir. Um, I had done total four goals, mm -hmm. uh, and I think I did two and a half. That's great. So, Congratulations. Yeah. So, so you, you know, I might share some. Um, sure. I know I did not have the anyone with the spiritual or mental goal, but uh, this year we wanted to have a couple of family goals um, and also one personal and one professional goal. So uh, the professional goal was, you know, I've been with this company for 15, 16 years. And last time I touched my resume was 15, 16 years ago. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so something to come up with and just have something. It was always the back of the mind that at least have something in front of you. So that was achieved very well. Great. Uh, not, not that I'm looking for a job or applying somewhere. I just, just want to have something with me. So right. that was one achieved. Uh, two of the family goals, uh, one was to have kids learn about the time management. And to be more specific, to use a tool that can be utilized by, by kids in this new online environment. So this is something new for them, um, you know, by trade, you know, by education was I'm an engineer, but I'm a PMO. So the project management and the time management skills are so essential to have for, for my day to day life. And I was kind of, OK, how can I help kids? So that was one of the goals that we put in place. Uh, I'm very happy that all my kids are using it. It is uh, we are using a simple Microsoft to do list. Uh, which is integrated with their online system um, with schools. Uh, they can actually integrate from their their emails, create the task, and very very easy to transfer between the tools. Uh, so we now have the family um, dedicated groups where we can actually delegate to the task, and they are, basically the idea they are on their way to utilize this one to the fullest extent. So those two, I would say I have done it. Uh, so that those are the two goals that I did. Other other two 
a one and a half. I, I did not do it. So. Well, that's great. Congratulations. And yeah. and I want to use this time to take some victory laps because I want to to encourage everybody to say, oh, when, when I accomplish this goal, I can tell everybody about it. And remember, these goals don't have to be large, life-changing goals. Right. In fact, I would prefer they not be because that way they're a smart goal. And something as right. simple as updating your resume, that takes a lot of work, you know? And like that. that's, it seems like it's a small thing, but like I got to remember what I did for <laughs> the last 15 years and put the most important things down of a life's work, you know? So, but that's very good, congratulations. Yeah, especially after 16 years, yes, it will be very difficult <laughs> to remember what you did. <laughs> so now is the time um, to review and see if we met these goals and see what happened to the goal sheet if we had filled them out. And so if, you're, if you didn't fill one out, um, Koshik, then now is the time to fill one out. Um, fill these goals out. And of course, obviously, as Bhavan said, I don't expect every category to be filled in, but these are the most important categories of your life. And so uh, these are the categories in which we should experience growth. And the only way to experience growth these days is by setting goals and achieving them. Uh, anybody else accomplish any goal? Any comments about this goal practice? Is there, This is going to be with us from for the rest of dad's class. So if you want to see this change or if you think this is not working somehow, then let me know and we'll change it because I want it to work for you. Um, probably the first class on our uh, class back, we're going to fill out this sheet again for for the upcoming half year from, from January till the summer. So since this is going to be with us, this is going to be a like a permanent part of dad's class. I want, if you want the table to change let me know if you want somehow a reminder in the half year let me know if you want if you want to do something different with this goal practice then let me know and and we can make it work for you Omesh by look like you were you unmuted yourself so you were going to share something with us yeah actually I planned three goals and from that uh, one might be going to complete in the next uh, one or two months. Okay. One okay. spiritual goal I decided, but partially completed. But I did not uh, put uh, hard work on that one. So uh -huh. it's still, I'm working on it. That's great. And one is the physical one. The physical one also, I need to put some time on that. That's great. And that's the majority of what we're going to be seeing, right? Well, I wanted to do these things, but for X, Y, and Z reasons, I could only do this much or something got in the way. And don't feel bad. That's what happens. But let's go through. And you don't have to share this, but let's think about, well, why did it happen? Was it some kind of effort on my part or was the, is it, was it too ambitious or something like that? And let's just work on it. And when we come back after the new year, let's write that one down again and say, hey, we made some progress. We're going to keep on marching toward this one. Okay. Sure, sure. So Tamir, I would like to share um, a few. I mean, I have uh, two written down here, one on spiritual side, um, where I said I want to learn to pratikarman. I did not achieve it. Okay. Uh, I did make some progress, but I didn't achieve it fully uh, for, I guess, you know, for a reason I know that I kind of focused on uh, a different objective or a different goal. 
the other one I had was uh, not written down here, but I had for my professional goal uh, to, to develop, continue developing myself. So I joined MBA program and I, I'm into it. And that took away a lot of my time starting August, which is just a choice and uh, something that I, I want to do. So I think that one is accomplished. Uh, on the physical side, uh, I wrote down here in a losing term, lose weight. But my, I, I think uh, in lack of better language here, I would probably use improve mental and physical strength. And I, I did uh, have a personal trainer uh, for this year and actually made good progress there. And I feel pretty good about that. On the family goal, we, we had uh, tennis. I think even we talked about in one of the class here, uh, that that was one of the things that all of us wanted to do and, uh, something we continued throughout the year. And I, I, I accept myself, the kids improved much better than, than I have. So that's a good thing and, uh, something to be feeling good about. One thing I will look forward to is, uh, from Bavin is to share his, uh, his system because I realized, especially in this online, uh, something we struggled here recently, and Karika and I have having a lot of discussions about time management, uh, about our own time and, and kids uh, utilizing their, their time well. So, you know, I would be looking for some small, simple things about the time management that we can teach Jeremy and Eric at this stage so they can start implementing these things in a in a good way, because I, I think what we have noticed is it's easy to get, it get distracted uh, for us, you know, with this technology and for them as well. So how to make sure that uh, we honorously, rather than kind of stay, staying behind the shoulder, how people, our kids can honorously do the things they're supposed to. Uh, so I, I would uh, volunteer uh, Bobin for one of the class uh, on, on his experience and, and small things he has learned that we can, we can use to implement. So congratulations on achieving some of your goals. And so certainly, um, if Bobin wants to take a class, I'd love to hear pro from a professional about time management. And if you want to share some things about how you implemented it with your family, we have a little time if you want to, um, let us know how. No, absolutely. Uh, I can share uh, anytime and I can take a class, not a problem. It's not a, not a too exotic things. It's just that you need to keep in mind that. Oh, I think we lost Bobbin. Oh, I think a squirrel must have taken his phone. Okay, so no problem. So while we wait for Bavin to come back, any questions or comments about anything that we talked about today, whether that be um, any of the classes we had this semester, any of our goal setting, any of the way we're supposed to think about our goals, or anything like that. Uh, Tamir, I, uh, it's, it's a bit uh, and hopefully it's uh, in so others as well. But as a, as a class, I think you are, and those who are taking class, taking a lot of effort, you at the most, I think will benefit from 
uh, others to join it. So I think as a group, if we can kind of do some recruiting, that would be beneficial for others and us as well in turn, because we, we kind of hear from people and we get more uh, different perspective on different things. So something we can do, uh, if that's that's a goal or objective, to, uh, to get more people uh, in the class. Sure. How about I ask everybody to um, recruit one person, and I put that on the WhatsApp group. And if everybody can recruit one person, then we could have some new ideas and some new ways to help each other. And, of course, we could help those people, too. And I'll ask them to um, send me their numbers or they can text me and I can add them to the group. That way they get reminders about how to access Dad's class and um, when we have it and when we don't have it. I've been trying to be good about communicating each week whether we have it or not because that's one of the things that I didn't like about the previous class was – Sometimes I would come to class and there would not be any class. So um, I think that um, I think that that's a great idea. Um, okay, so Bavin's back. Yeah, I'm sorry. If you guys want to disconnect, that's fine. We can continue on the next level of the class, or I can share still the details. No, go ahead. Okay. Yeah. So what I was saying is uh, that, uh, that because of the age group, they are on the phone for a while. So. We evaluated, uh, you know, in the office, I use multiple different softwares to do this type of work. Uh, Kanban Flow is one of them, but the most easiest one to use for ourselves for home use is Microsoft to-do list. We all make the list. Uh, we all make the to-do list all the time. Uh, this one will give you uh, um, tools to actually create your own list for your own use or you can actually invite your family members to join that individual list uh, also this one you can delegate your activities to the others um, also you can prioritize them you can create you can dump all your different items ahead of the time so for instance right now my list may have include when my passport will be required to be renewed in five years from now right and it will create the reminders it will create on the day off or whenever you uh, put those things in so all of those things that's lingering in the back of our mind you can throw it all of those things at one place uh, which is shared by you your family your kids and anything related with them that you want them to work on you have your phone you put it in so because what happened is you are at work you are at some place and you remember something for to do something about your kids. At that time, you throw that one in this list, you can delegate that and it shows up on their screen. The same to-do list, they use it during the school days. And it, it, it being a Microsoft product, it is integrated with what school is using their system with. So for instance, they use Office 365. Any email that requires them to do a follow-up, all they have to do is make a checkbox and become part of the to-do list. So. This was one of the most simplest tool after I evaluated three or four different tools. This was came out to be one of the most simplest tool to utilize for, for me and my family and, and kids are, kids are actually liking it. And, you know, they spend a lot of time on the phone and we try to tell them not to spend too much time, but at least now they are actually understanding it's the importance of this uh, particular time management tool that will help them hopefully in future. So, yeah, uh, try this one out. If you have a 365, let's say, license already, 
for your family or something, then this pool comes for free. Um, I've been having it for a while, so I do not know if, if, if it is a free version or not, but um, I think Microsoft is going free version next year, I believe, so definitely it could be utilized by anyone. That's great. Thank you so much. I'm going to definitely look into it for when my kids um, get a little bit older like yours are. Right. Uh, so, Marvin, when, uh, again, I, I think this is very interesting. Maybe it's a simple and uh, because you're really close, but I think this is one of the problems not only at, at the family level, but it's also a problem at work. Because people are wondering who is going to do what, and especially, I mean, we are in the middle of a uh, uh, holiday season, and who is going to issue the forecast? We have a daily task and a monthly task. And imagine we all have licenses and we don't utilize these tools. And uh, I started using OneNote uh, a little bit, and then I didn't get enough support, so people kind of lost the uh, the track of it. But I think what what I would suggest, if you don't mind, and and, and for us, we were just talking about, while well, we missed you for a few, few seconds, we were talking about, you know, I, we think more people can benefit from here. Mm -hmm. uh, just a thought is we can, you know, whenever we, you can prepare something just as a, like, you know, as our class, uh, we can publicize that as a time management uh, workshop, and we can try to recruit others to bring, I mean, our giant centers and uh, folks and say, okay, you know, here's another live experience um, that applies to work as well as family because one of the things I feel, uh, you know, with two kids, we, we can stay behind them all the time and make sure that they're on the right screen. And I, I have heard uh, uh, that other parents are facing the same challenge. But if, you know, if you create a time management type concept, I think that will deter them from just, you know, going to a different screen and doing something while the class is going on. Because I, I think... For me, that's the biggest challenge. Uh, you never know. And then you doubt and then... Uh, so, anyways, I'm connecting two dots here, but uh, I, I would personally would like to hear more and, you know, a little yeah. more. Uh, no, I, can, I, can, I can do show and tell small group. Not, not, a, not a problem. I mean, there are, there are so many tools available in the market. You know, this one, it, number one, you need to first uh, have a permission from organization level right so if something i want to roll it out i need to make sure that um you know it doesn't compromise anything on organizational level you know this one is straightforward there is no brainer on it but i don't use this one i do use this one at work for my kind of a common personal versus professional thing but if i have to share with the team members i don't use this one at work there is something called kanban Kanban flow. Uh, it's an online dashboard that you can actually, and I, in, in one of those classes, I can actually do my office, uh, my dashboard that tells you, you know, how you create, you have the swim lines, multiple swim lines based on who is the owners and, and uh, what type of breakdown of your ownership. And then you have a vertical uh, columns where we tell you, here's my, all my list that I need to do. This is the list I'm going to do it today. This is in progress. This is completed. Um, so, so there's a Kanban flow. The typically any time management software you will see, you would like to see a screen uh, with all available tasks assigned to whoever is, is visually visible, right? Either this task has been worked by XYZ person, are they in progress? It's like a storytelling. You know, if you look at the agile 
methodology, it's more like a storytelling. You you actually document the story. So this Kanban flow is what I use in my office um, software um, because it is not. It's it's an online tool and and it can easily be accessed anywhere else. It works with your phone. Um, but for family, this to-do is one of the easiest one. And to your point, during the school time, uh, none of my kids, except my high schooler, uh, they have their phones with it. So that's why it's important that this tool works on your computer, integrated with the computer. So when you are in your emails, checking your teacher's emails, and teacher says, this assignment is due next Tuesday, they can check that box. It creates the to-do list for them. Uh, add the dates on it, it creates that that um, action item for them to complete by next Tuesday. So that is another reason why we they generally don't have their phones during the class. So that's a great idea, Mihir. So what we'll do is we'll take advantage of Bavin's generosity to bring value to the Jane Center and use it as a tool for recruitment for dad's class. I'll work with Bavin, um, he'll work on the content, and I'll work with the, the, the Jane Center to package it up, make an announcement, get publicity for this workshop, and we can come up with a title, um, but it'll be bringing your family tasks online, or something about making family lists, or something about making family work easier online. And then we, and then, um, we can present it as like a, Dad's class presents this workshop, and then Bavin can lead it, and then I can do all the admin stuff and any and any support that Bavin needs. I can help with that and allow him to focus on the content creation and just sharing the presentation. So that's a beautiful idea, and um, I will work with Bavin, and we'll make sure we'll get it done, and we'll present it as a workshop next semester. Yeah, this is. Truly, not more than fifteen minutes timeline. Honestly, if you if you ask me, so. But Bobin, uh, it's fifteen minutes that everybody needs, right? Everybody. I no, I, I'm not. I'm saying yeah. that it's it's not a. It it should not be on the long two hour class. No, no, no. The presentation on energy uh, sector and all that. So I'm right. just letting you know it's a very short duration time bound thing. So no. Honestly. Yeah. All I want. All I would want you to do is to tell us. Hey, go to this website, sign this up, put your four family members' names here. Right. Here's what you can do once you do that. Oh, I can do the this list. Yeah, or, no, and, definitely. Yeah. I got it. I got it. Now, we, we can go and, and we can give some good examples of day-to-day -day life and how we do those things. So, absolutely. More Perfect. than happy to do it. So, any final thoughts for this semester? I'd like to thank every one of you for participating in Dad's class this year. I know we had some challenges moving online. I think a lot of us are very comfortable with it online now. And we might actually end up having some challenges when we come back face to face where people prefer it online. But I hope that you all have a very happy uh, Christmas and New Year's. And uh, we'll, see you, we'll see you back here in 2021. Thank you, Timmy, for everything you have to do. And happy holidays to everyone. Care. Thank you so much. Thank you everyone, everybody. Happy Thank New Year. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year.